later on today's so episode. People's or our society's need to argue with and and sometimes what it feels like force uh-huh. beliefs, their beliefs on other people in, in this subject matter that seems to me to be so intimate and sacred is just beyond me. Like, it uh-huh. just feels like you know what I mean? Like it's like you arguing with me about how I love myself. Like it feels like that invasive for me mm-hmm. on like, you can't tell me how I love me. Like maybe for you, maybe I like eating by myself. Maybe for you, that would be horrific in regards to your self-love journey. That's okay. Let me mm-hmm. eat by myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, very protective over that. That's comes up really strongly for me when I think about spirituality and hygiene. Yeah. I have my practices lately, but no Hello, this is Patrice. Thank you for clicking on this episode. Here at the Melanated Intellects Podcast, we talk about everything from Black mental health and personal growth to Black world history. And my name is Shayla. Here you will find a balance between topics everyone is talking about and topics no one is talking about. Either way, we guarantee we will be bringing our distinct intellectual perspective. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. And thank you so much for clicking on this episode. Um, we got a good one. Not like we, we always got good ones. Um, but I feel like I'm going to have a lot to say on this one. So, um, yeah, we're ready to hop into it. As always, any uh, in true melanated intellects fashion, we, we always going to dissect the term. So if you ain't figured that out by now, that's what that's our thing. Okay, so definitely dissect the terms. <laughs> and also um, any resources, links, things of that nature will always be in the description. If you haven't heard, which I hope that you have this far into the season, but if you have not heard, this season, we have launched a survey that you can take more than once uh, to give us some feedback and just a, a way for us to be able to communicate with you all as our listeners. If you, pardon me, don't already, then uh, please go follow us on IG at Melanated Intellects. And we're going to hop into it today. So what we're speaking about is energetic hygiene. And I don't know if that's a coined Patrice phrase, but she's the one who introduced it to me. So I'm going to give her credit because she didn't want to give it to me. And um, I just want to give, this is just a Google search, right, of the term hygiene. But conditions or practices um, conducive to maintaining health and preventing disease, especially through cleanliness, right? And I feel like obviously the word energy or energetic, I think speaks for itself. So you understand the direction that we're headed at today. I think it's really an important topic um, to think about and to talk about. And I think the term really encompasses what I feel when I try to maintain it and everything that I can think about personally um, on my journey with it. So, um, okay. So before we get in, get into it, Patrice, is there anything you'd like to say or add to that? No, let's do it. Okay. Um, so first let's talk about the hygiene aspect of it, right? Because hygiene to me suggests consistency, which the definition spoke about maintaining, right? Health, you and your health, right? So Mm -hmm. how does energetic hygiene show up for you, particularly on a consistent or maintaining basis? So when it comes to maintenance and y'all know, I'm. I've been speaking pretty heavily, um, I think last season and this season about balance. And I've learned that I can, you know, being someone who lives with anxiety, which I hate that I claim it at that level. I'm working on that, y'all. Um, I I do require balance. I can't dedicate one entire thing to one thing. I need to do a little bit of everything every day just mm. to feel like I'm checking boxes and that's how I feel productive. So when it comes to like a high uh, energetic hygiene, it's important for me to be proactive. You know, for me with the energetic hygiene, you know, you get the opportunity to create space prior to things happening. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to wait till your house is a chaos before you clean it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's important to do certain things every single day or every one or two days 
to keep things at a level that's maintaining. So that way you're never just dealing with a whole mountain of clothes or a whole sink full of dishes because you've been actively cleaning up after yourself or, you know, actively putting your dishes in the dishwasher at the end of every night, whatever that may look like. So when it comes to an energetic um, standpoint, for me, I always make sure I reserve time for myself. That's, that's an example. Um, and that is on a weekly basis. You know, on a weekly basis, I have a night that's just for me where I allow myself to have more entertainment. I make sure I watch all my shows. I don't watch them every single when they launch every day. You know, if Insecure comes out every Monday, which we know Insecure has been out for a while. I'm just giving an example. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Insecure fans. I'm going to remind you of that trauma that's not here anymore. Mm-hmm. Just, okay, just work with me. If Insecure is every Monday, P-Value is every Sunday, and Power is every Tuesday, personally, the way my schedule is set up, I can't sit in front of the TV every single day. So what I do is every Thursday, because that's something about Thursdays for me, okay? If, oh, Thursday's if, your day, huh? Thursday's my day where I like okay. to get all my shows out. It's right before Friday. I'm about to go, you know, 50 to 85% on a Friday. I'm saying 85% for any bosses that might be listening. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so my Friday really start on a Thursday night. So I'm oh, a, okay. I want to watch my shows. I'm making my little cheap meals, what have you. I can't wait. You know what I'm saying? Um, so those are usually my entertainment days where I just watch all my favorite shows, you know, three or four that I'll watch and I'll sign up and work on time, you know, or maybe it's journaling every Sunday. I've gotten into uh, these black girl journal prompts where like there's very intriguing questions that make me kind of explore things. And I've just learned that no matter what it is, I, um, can apply it somehow that week. I think my last journal prompt was something along the lines of like, what is the version of yourself that you keep sacred and don't give to anybody? Like that was really, really like, Ooh, that's good. You know, um, therapy is a form of energetic, um, Mm -hmm. um, uh, hygiene as well, Mm -hmm. which I do on a weekly basis. I've been very vocal about that. I see my therapist and I make sure every fourth week I schedule it's on my calendar to make sure I have my schedule booked and align with my work schedule to make sure I block that time off and 30 minutes afterwards to process my sessions. So it's about maintenance, if anything, to be proactive. And whatever I'm going through, you know, it just doesn't feel nearly as heavy or as strong or overwhelming. I notice the day, you know, the weeks I'm really on top of it and I maintain my maintenance whenever things go rocky, because life is going to life no matter what, I can handle it so much better and still keep moving versus when I just got rocked off my path because I was already off energetically and my vibrations were low already. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, I I um, I like everything you said. I um... <laughs> Really? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think intentionality is really important. And that word intentional action has been coming up a lot for me. Um, I spoke in the welcome episode about it. And I think maybe even since that has recorded, I spoke, I spoke on Lisa's, um, Lisa Nichols. I'm I'm a Lisa Nichols certified transformational trainer in training. That's a mouthful. Anyway, um, there was an event and she allowed us to to speak, right? And one of the things I, I spoke about a couple of things, but one of the things that I spoke about was, being intentional in regards to pouring into you. And I gave a homework assignment and I was like, make a list. If you need help with that list, let me know. I got some suggestions on how you can help make the list, right? Because some of us are so severe, we don't know. We don't know what helps us pour back into our energy. And my suggestion for that was, one, borrow somebody else's and allow it to be experimental. Go around collecting some stuff, a lot of stuff on social media, you know, YouTube, whatever, on the internet, out there, ask friends and family, collect an experimental list, list and try it out. And even if you know the things, be open and allow grace for it to change as you change, right? Mm-hmm. Because as you grow, things are going to pour into you in a different way or maybe not at all or maybe completely in a way that it didn't before, um, anyway, I was like, make a list, 
Um, I want you to choose three things from that list. The first thing I want you to do daily. The second thing I want you to do weekly or bi-weekly. And the third thing I want you to do monthly or bi-monthly. The longest I will go for the monthly thing is every three months, right? And so you get to choose what that looks like, right? And the reason why I gave that homework is because I've done it. I've did mm-hmm. it. I didn't ask you to do nothing I didn't do, right? Mm-hmm. So like I've done that. And, you know, for me, I would say it's good to have, for me personally, it's good to have those different levels because what I need, like daily is cool, but like that fills me up at a certain daily level, which is different than my weekly level, which is different than my, my big one. For me, I've talked before about how I go on self-retreats, right? So for me, my big one is a self-retreat that I go on roughly every three months, Mm -hmm. um, I just think being intentional about it is important because if you think about hygiene, right, uh, mm-hmm. of any kind, you're intentional about it. You're intentional about brushing your teeth every day. I hope mm-hmm. so. I hope mm-hmm. you are intentional that about taking, will be taking intentional a shower. About coming after you. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I hope you're intentional about showering on a regular basis, right? Mm-hmm. Like I hope you're intentional about those things. So the intentionality around our energy is no different than any other intention that we have when it comes to taking care of ourselves. But I think it often gets put to the back burner. Um, I know for me, I've talked before about how I love a good miracle morning. That's a book by Hal Elrod. If you haven't heard me reference that before, he has a couple different versions for me. If I can't do anything else, I really like to journal every day. That's important for me to get my thoughts out. I'm, I am a person who likes to process internally And so being able to write that and and be with my thoughts is important. And then also periodically I'll go back and look at where I was at a certain part in my life. And um, there was one part I went to go back and look at and I didn't journal for those few days. And I was really mad that I missed what was happening. You know what I mean? The Mm. details that I current day have forgotten. So journaling for me has become quite a priority on a daily basis. Um, I've played around with and experimented with my weekly to bi-weekly one. I've done creativity days because I talked about how a limiting belief I'm working on, I won't say it's gone, is that I'm not creative, right? So I I became really intentional about trying new recipes or um, having the adult coloring books, or I used to Mm -hmm. sew when I was younger. So like I'll sew, like that pours into me, right? And then, of course, my self-retreats, I've said before, but I'll say again, just in case y'all missed it last season, because I'm passionate about my self-retreats. I go, usually not too far away, but I go away two to three nights or days. Um, Family and friends are not allowed to call me. They can text with the understanding that I will get back to it when it's at a convenient time for me. And um, I usually take something creative with me. Actually, that's kind of like two birds, one stone. I usually take something creative with me. No pressure to get it done. It's nothing that I have to get done, you know, by the time I leave. I'll bring some of my favorite snacks, definitely some wine. I'm a wine and popcorn kind of girl, right? So sometimes, okay, Patrice knows that. Uh, Sometimes I bring the wine and the popcorn, you know what I mean? Or I might have like, oh, I have not watched this series on Netflix. You know, I I know that I'm going to do that. Whatever. The time is mine to do what I what I choose to do with it, and I'll change the location to you know change it up is usually within a decent driving distance. Um, but something I have like gone to get a massage or a facial. Um, I've treated myself to I'm I'm completely okay eating by myself at a restaurant. Some people that's not their jam, and that's okay. But mm. for me, that's. And don't let it be like one of my favorite. I, sometimes I eat in the car, depending on what it is. I'm eating in the car if I want to, you know. So mm-hmm. it depends, right? You, you got to figure out what works for you. But I'm on a kind of a schedule, not a schedule as in rigid as in my calendar all the time, but I'm on a routine, a, 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 a consistent routine with it. Because if I don't do it, it won't get done. And right. with any hygiene, you don't want that to be out of check. Right. Yeah. You know? You know, my this I'm happy you brought up the schedule piece. I've been terrible at it recently, just because um, I'm, I'm actually on vacation right now. For those who don't know, um, I'm, my my entire month won't be a vacation, but I'm spending a month in Charlotte. But um, well, at the time that y'all listen to this, I'll be back home. But at the time of recording this, I'm in Charlotte. <laughs> but mm-hmm. so. Um, 
with that said, uh, I, I'm a big believer that when I am off work, I don't like to look at the time. I don't like to think about the time. I don't mm. like schedules, none of that. I like, I'll days, daydream, allow my mind to just freely flow. You know, I don't want to feel like I'm on any type of schedule because that feels like work for me. But um, that's neither, neither here nor there. But normally, a digital detox before sleep, um, pulling myself away from screens. My phone, TV, all of it was really helpful. Um, getting my brain to just slow down. You know, there's a lot of brain responses due to the social media and the lights in your screens and so on and so forth that keep you up and make it harder for you to wind down and go to bed. And it's not, obviously, if you've been looking at it all day, those of us who work from home or work behind a monitor, you know, it can really impact you. You know, it can make it very difficult for you to actually go to bed, even when you're laying down. So I really try to upkeep that when I'm working my regular schedule at like 10 o'clock every night. The way I started to do it though, which Shayla started to bring up in my welcome back episode, and I completely forgot to bring it up, was I started reading. And it would just be a couple pages. And before I know I'm getting lost in it, so it turns into a chapter. Now I got to set timers <laughs> to get my behind and go to bed because I'm reading so much to the point to where like, I haven't counted all the books I've read since July, but I can tell you <laughs> in the last two months, I've read like 20 books, um, which is a huge accomplishment for me. Uh, you know, it's, I had gone away from reading so much and now I just love it so much. And it's kind of on perfect timing. I've talked to you all about, you know, how important it is for me to have a, a strong balance of energy when it comes to, to divine masculine, divine feminine energy and all of those things and allowing my mind to freely just escape into reading, you know, depending on the topic, whether it's a self-help book, which I love to learn how to trust myself better and some of those uh, mental health type of topics by like the Ayanna Vanzans, for example, or whether it's a from Children of Blood and Bone, which has a lot more fantasy and African mythology or romance. It allows me to really just step away from my day to day and get lost in another element. And it's really, it's so much fun. Um, but with that being said, like I have picked up reading so heavy sometimes now I have to dedicate a day on the weekend to read, like full day. I just love reading. Um, it doesn't get to happen that often as much as I used to do it prior, but um, when I have the time, I absolutely make it a thing to just read. If I'm done with all I need to, which is almost like a little motivator between the meditation, the yoga, melanated intellect stuff, you know, all of that, I'm reading. So... I feel like, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely something that's very custom to you. You know, I picked back up on meditation, you know, and going back into that. And that has been super helpful with calming my thoughts. Um, and there's so much power in even just breath work, you know, making sure you're mm. actively breathing, sitting with yourself, sitting with my thoughts and making sure that, you know, I'm allowing space for clarity outside of my day-to-day, -day, especially if work is busy. If work is busy, I know I'm not taking the time out to make sure that I'm taking care of me and my mental health and like making space to just sit with my thoughts and process how I'm feeling throughout the day. So things like journaling, those writing prompts, reading is like a nice little mini escape, but also like a level of maintenance. Um, I'm really heavy on kind of the yogic path right now. So spirituality is something that I've been also studying from a, a symbolism to a tarot to a, a meditation standpoint, just to understand it better. And through that, you know, um, it's been very empowering. You know, I feel like the more on top of this I am the more within vibration I feel to be able to trust my instincts because I'm able to process things when I'm not overwhelmed. Do you know that? Mm. I think that's kind of the key piece here is to prevent that feeling of anxiety, feeling overwhelmed, feeling like that one little thing that just tipped you off. And honestly, if that thing was isolated, you may have not responded in the way that you did. But now because you've got so much built up, 
that one little thing, that teacher calling your house to say a kid talked too much today in school, or that one sibling that called you with some drama has officially pissed you the fuck off and you are blowing up and now you are exerting energy in a way that is not meaningful for you. It's, it's more about preventing those moments to allow opportunity for you to fully process and be able to move forward through anything. And I feel like it's about maintenance, you know, going back to that. It's, it all comes back to how you upkeep. What do you need? Something that I do on like a monthly basis is I make a list because Shayla got me on this. I used to be so terrified about this. I don't know what it was, but Shayla got me on the list, y'all. This is a different list. I write a list of my wants, mm. my wants, everything I want, whether it's being a millionaire, which is something I work towards, or making sure that I moisturize my hair every morning, which is something that's more in the immediate, everything. And then I make a list of my day to day. What are things I'm actively doing every day? I work from X amount of time. I make my lunch usually around this time. I call my mom this many times a week. I call Shayla this many times. You know, what, what am I doing every day? And then I look at it and say, what am I doing every day or week to week that has allowed me to make sure I'm working on those wants? How am I, how is my day to day contributing to Xing off and crossing off some of those wants? And I noticed that whenever I'm feeling overwhelmed or frustrated, usually there's a lack of a big disconnect. The things that I'm doing every day are not contributing to my wants. And mm. yes, I understand needs are important, but when you don't do something about what you want, what you desire, the things that you think about at three o'clock in the morning, what have you that you fantasize about, that also can create a, a, a I don't know, what is the word? A conflict, internal conflict as well. Mm. So, mm. you know, keeping a checks and balance of those things is really important because it's also going to look different. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, maybe, you know, this week I want to make sure my hair is moisturized and beautiful. But guess what? Next month I'm chopping this shit off. You know what I mean? I'm not worried about length retention because I want to chop it off. I'm worried about health, but not length retention. So my routine's going to look different. You know, things like that are going to be different. And it's important to check in with yourself as you're moving through this to also just say, okay, what do I need today? What do I need? What do I want to focus on this month and have that mm. moment with yourself? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think some things I want to add to that, um, actually, well, piggybacking off of what you said early on was about my, letting your mind wander and um I was speaking uh, to some individuals I know about that because I was like, some of the best ideas, like sometimes we, especially, I'm not a person that is like squirrel, you know what I mean? I'm not that person, but I know a lot of people that are like that. And I think there's a tendency rather socially, <laughs> Patricia self-selected herself, she raised her hand, um, <laughs> where it's intentionally um, or excuse me, socially or not, like there's this thing where we need to focus, right? And we need to clear our mind, even when we meditate. And there's a lot mm -hmm. of different meditations out there, not just the one where you clear your mind, right? Mm -hmm. But that's the one that people go to. And I'm just like, some of the best ideas I have ever had is when I let my mind wander. Let's, let's do that better. I've given permission for my mind to wander. So mm -hmm. I have not gone as far as to schedule mind wander time, because um, it feels a little structured for it to be also be a mind wonder. Uh -huh. but, <laughs> but there are times where I feel myself mind wondering and I give it like if I if I try to correct it once or maybe twice, I'll be like, you know, what? let's let it, let's see where it goes. Right. Some of the best ideas I've had have have come from that. Uh -huh. So if you are a person and that does not excuse if you're a person who needs to focus or you have trouble focusing, that is not an excuse to just let your mind go wherever all the time. <laughs> Layla's not giving you permission to do that. <laughs> OK, I'm just letting you know that it's not always a bad thing. Like, don't always stifle that. Mm -hmm. um, I think there's a way to have that and to cultivate it and for it to still do what minds do. Like, it's just a, a rabbit hole, a beautiful rabbit hole. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so that's one thing. And then also for me is an energy check. And um, for me, OK, the first time I ever did this. 
I don't even know. I, I think it had to be, it was probably around the time and we've talked about when I kind of discovered the secret and then the Michael Beckwith mm. masterclass, we talked about that mm-hmm. before. I, I can't recall it. Well, probably on our manifestation episode from last season. Um, mm. But anyway, like around that time, like if I'm still enough and I'm in a quiet room and I'm by myself, I can literally feel the energy flowing through my body. Um, and sometimes I do an energy check. Like it just helps me connect to myself. Cause that's what I believe is my own personal belief. I believe we are all made up of energy, right? That's just mm-hmm. my belief. And sometimes for me, that just helps me feel like energetically yummy. I don't know another word for yummy. Just, that the yes. Word? Energetically <laughs> yummy. Like, mm, that was good. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so sometimes I will, I will, um, do that I can't I I won't say that I can do it all the time on demand but I know for sure it has to be quiet I have to be by myself and I have to be still like I can't Mm. do it while I'm moving I can't do it with there's a lot if I'm out in public I can't do it then right and so um for me just for me personally that's something to just like connect with self Mm. Mm. so there's a lot of things, but like you said, it can vary from person to person. Like don't keep it limited and allow it to change as you change. Like as you grow, mm-hmm. as you learn new things, like mm-hmm. before I, before, it must've been something with the Michael Beckwith um, masterclass that he said that made me even try it because I'm connecting his masterclass very strongly with that. Visualization. Um, Okay, he also think, talked about yeah. healing parts of your body. This was yes. a Mind, mind yep. Valley Masterclass. Mm-hmm. If you haven't, we are not getting paid. We just happen to love Mind Valley, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he was speaking about like honoring and being grateful to, in his case, I think it was his knee, right? Being grateful mm-hmm. to parts of your body and sending all of your energy in your body to this body part that, you know, might be harmed or hurt or sore or whatever. And I think something he asked us to do around that got me to feeling the energy within my body in that way. And ever since I felt that, um, right, but that grew with me, right? Because prior to having his masterclass, if you asked me a list of things that I felt poured into me or allowed me to connect with myself or that would be underneath the umbrella of quote unquote energetic hygiene, it wouldn't have included that. Right. Mm -hmm. So allow your list to grow and to change as you grow and change. And that lesson has been really important to me um, in the past few months, because there are things that used to be in my routine and I stopped feeling motivated to do them. And I kept trying to force myself to do it and force myself to do it. And at first I had to be like, well, maybe those no longer serve you. Maybe where you are now, that activity or that affirmations one mm-hmm. affirmations I had to change up my affirmation I couldn't figure out why I used to practice affirmations every day and I was like why am I struggling with my affirmations and I think Cartier Cartier is my sister for those of you who may not have heard prior um was like maybe you need to refresh them because there could be some of those that are no longer mm-hmm. of issue for you anymore and I had to refresh and go through and refresh everything so um yeah give yourself grace and to really if if that's if you feeling any resistance to something that used to be like your jam, I'm just letting you know you could need to change it or get rid of it and find a new one. Yeah, one hundred percent. I also want to talk about protecting it because I think that it's easy. I shouldn't say it's not easy. You know what I mean. But once you get in your groove, you know what I mean, um, and you figure out what works. It's easy to allow either the day-to-day or the people in our world to almost mm-hmm. influence us against it or discourage us, you know, and the reality is this is between you and what you consider to be your source, whether it's God, whether it's universe, wherever you go by, you know, it's between you and your, what, what works and what is your core divine purpose. It's all about you. And only you are supposed to understand it. Only you can interpret it. So I've been in instances where like I do all this work, you know what I mean? I'm I'm on top of my maintenance. And just like that, maybe I talk to someone about it or maybe because as y'all can hear, like we're very vocal about our journeys. And I, I do speak pretty heavy to it in my day to day as well with people who are close to me. 
And maybe, you know, or someone witnesses, sometimes they come in and they see, you know, my sound bowl, or maybe they come in and they see, mm-hmm. you know, the different elements that I may burn or that I may, um, maybe I'm coming out of uh, meditation or something and it's not receptive well. Or maybe it's a rough day and I'm encountering someone who just energetically doesn't land well. It's what some would consider negative energy that I'm encountering. There is so much power and let me change that verbiage. It's so important to be empowered to not receive everything from everyone you encounter. That's a Mm -hmm. part of protecting your energy and maintaining that energetic hygiene. You know, we don't take a shower and then go outside and roll around the dirt. We don't take a shower and then choose to go to the gym afterward. We're going to plan our day. It's like, okay, I'll take a shower and I get home. You know what I mean? Like we coordinate our day so that it makes sense for us. And I think it's the same thing with how we encounter others. Maybe you're going to a family event and you know, you got some relatives that are going to work your damn nerves. And everybody got them. It's okay. Mm-hmm. But because of this... You want to make sure you don't bring that energy home. Or maybe people are going to be coming over into your space. And you want to make sure you don't hold on to that energy. It's important for you to feel empowered and find ways to not receive it and not take that. You can leave it with them. It's all of them. You don't absorb it either from an empathetic standpoint for those of us who are empaths or even from just an energetic standpoint of just witnessing or being in the room on within that spit within that energy it's important to be able to know how to just be like i'm leaving that moment in that moment and not taking it with me so i can continue my journey my day what have you with the energy that i intentionally set for myself yeah i agree um yeah you know having and being aware and being intentional about your energy is one situation. Protecting it is a whole nother situation. Um, so yeah, I, I would agree definitely who you're around or who you're there's, you could have some days where you can be around that person and not let their energy impact you. And there could be other days where based on where you are with your energy, it's just not a good day for us to to interact at all. Right. And I think self-awareness is a really imperative and critical key in the protecting of the energy because you can't protect something you don't understand. You can't protect something that you can't be honest with yourself about where you're at. I mean, like today, because an energy thing changes from day to day, right? Like I'm not, I could do all of the things that we have listed and they could fill me up. And then today just ain't the good day, right? So one of my things, and I really need to do better at this myself. Sometimes I'm in a certain mental space. And so someone, someone will call me and it's not specific to the person, right? But whatever they're calling, let's say they're asking a question or they're looking for me to do something. And I was not in the mode to answer a question or deal with whatever the thing is that they're calling me about. And immediately I feel my energy change and I'm going to take accountability for that because that's my fault because I shouldn't have answered, right? Mm. My energy was not in the place to receive a call. doesn't matter who it's from. I should have been like, hey, I'm, you know, I got something going on. I'm busy right now. Can I get back to you later? Or like, hey, you know, um, I'm not able to take a call. Can you text me what the issue is? And perhaps I can get back to you tomorrow, right? Like that's my responsibility. So accountability is really important. I think when it comes to protecting of the energy and being aware of like what you can and cannot handle, what what mode or energetic mode you're in today and I need to do better at that because I'm so task oriented. My need to get things done and to answer, answer the question or the call or the email or the whatever today so that I don't have to worry about it tomorrow sometimes will override my, like, you knew that you were not in the space to be receiving no more requests tonight. The requests are at the mat, like the requests are done. Nobody else getting nothing else tonight. And you knew that when you answered, but you answered anyway, knowing that there could be a request on the other end. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm trying to think what else about protecting of energy. That's big. I, I mean, that that right there, it, for me, that's 50% or better. For me and my mm-hmm. personal situation is just my awareness around it. Um, yeah, of course, you know, you talk about people and things like that. I would say having on some 
energetic armor, mm-hmm. right? Especially if you don't know the people who you about to be, you know, introduced to. So like, mm-hmm. if I have like, um, within my program, I have a lot of events and stuff like that, that I go to, to both to learn from and to speak at. And I know I'm gonna have four or five days, maybe long days around a lot of people. Some people I know, some people I don't. There's a mental preparation that goes into that for me because we've talked before how I'm not a social butterfly, right? So for you to be like, Shayla, four or five days, 10 to 12 hours a piece, learning something with people you don't know or you might know is like, mm-hmm. there's mental preparation involved. Don't don't just hit me with that. I'm gonna need to mm-hmm. know that's coming as far as advance as you can give me. Please give me the preparation <laughs> to prepare for that, mm-hmm. right? So I, I think preparation and kind of putting on the armor and knowing in advance and being ready to go out in the world and, and to deal with that. Yes. Um <sighs> This is going, I understand we're in a world where aesthetics and all of these things are cool, but respectfully decline it. It's okay. Personally, as someone who is out, who has an outgoing bone in their body, I personally would rather you say, eh, it's not my day. I can't make it. And then not everybody's like that. Let me go ahead and leave with that too. I know a lot of people are very much, it's important for them to, for everybody to show up and make the day about them and whatever cases. Some people can't. Some people cannot today make the day about you. They need to actually be about them for whatever the reason is. Respect that decision. And mm-hmm. I think it's important to for everyone to respect that decision because if you show up to something and you ain't feeling your best, you're not going to enjoy it. You're not going to be into it. You're not going to contribute to the space. You're not going to give whatever that is that that person wants you there for. And if that person forces you to come, they're going to be hyper-focused on every little thing you are or are not doing to contribute to the energy of that space. Respectfully, decline don't give in to peer pressure if it is not a good time for whatever reason for you to go to an event do something maybe maybe you're not a clever but your best friend is and that's how they want to spend their birthday like Shayla said if you want to contribute to that space absolutely prepare yourself for that but maybe it is also on a rough day set a boundary hey I definitely want to show up for your birthday but you know, this isn't my jam. I'm going to be there 30 minutes. I'm going to be there an hour. You know, I'm going to be there for the beginning, but I am not staying. This is out of my element. Somebody who understands that about you and knows this about you. One, you've never been to a club with them before. You know what I mean? Or if you did, it didn't go as they planned, you know, should respect that. But I think it's important to honor your boundaries and respectfully decline events. I can't tell you how many events I had to decline when I was going through my transition. At the start of my healing journey, I started pulling back. I stopped answering phone calls. I started to decline events. And I was saying, I'm sorry, I just can't. I didn't even understand why. And I really couldn't explain it. And I felt Mm. so bad about it. I felt terrible. I had no idea what was really happening, but I knew I just, I could not give anymore. And I got tired of no-showing. There was a couple of times where I know showed and For me, that's a big no-no. You know, my moral compass was really struggling with that. But I would literally, I did not have the energy to even get ready, to even pick an outfit. Like these, the small things were so hard to do. And I lived super far from the events. So even making the drive was hard, you know. So it is important to honor your feelings. I'd rather you say no and then surprise somebody and show up at the last minute because you just so happen to be able to make it and feel better than you thought you would. Then you not honor that and you say yes to something you actually knew all along you really can't make. Whether And I don't mean in terms of availability. So many people base whether or not they're able to really show up for somebody based off of availability but there's more to it there is more to it you know if you've got a lot going on in your world maybe your energy isn't aligned you know what i'm saying and you know if you go to this you are going to be the funk in the room it's important to honor that okay because then you're gonna feel shitty too everybody is not happy okay and we we are kind of in a world where like 
even posting on social media, there's pressure to post all the time. There's pressure to show, that's what showing up and making a presence looks like for some people. You don't want to post on post. We've talked about this before. I have social media notifications off all the time, regularly, just because for me, it's important for me to not always be on social media. Now, I'm not going to lie and pretend like TikTok has not become my new drug. I definitely need mm-hmm. I have had to set boundaries with that damn app. Um, but it also doesn't require me to post anything. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not making mm-hmm. a presence. No one would ever know I was on TikTok except for folks that I send TikToks to. That's it. That's it. So I just think it's important to honor the boundaries that we, and also find boundaries as well to make sure we're honoring ourselves when we are put in a position where we have to enter other spaces or being around other people or being elements that are foreign to us or maybe just inconvenient for us. That It's okay. It's it's okay. And, you know, I hope you have a friend circle that understands that. I really do. Mm. Yeah, I think part of protecting the energy is finding the words or maybe finding the people if it really becomes that deep that mm. understands Um so maybe it, maybe that's a cold word. Maybe like, hey, when I say this word, just know that it's not going down. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, per, perhaps have some sort of system set up socially. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to touch on what Patrice said, yes, yeah, social media. I've heard a lot of people do detoxes and things like that in regards to social media because that energetically, you know, is a thing because I believe you can feel energy even through like digitally, mm-hmm. like even through, you know, a screen. Um, mm-hmm. And then the other thing she was speaking about is what I w- would want to call energetic courtesy. Like, you know, that you're not in the space. So the same way how you want people to be conscious of your energy, you got to be conscious of the energy you put out. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you're not in the space, it's not the today is not the day. And we everybody got a day. We're like today, mm-hmm. not today, not today. And sometimes tomorrow don't look good either. Mm-hmm. Like, n- n- no, right now. Right. Then you got to be like, you know, what? Well, let me cancel. Let me you know what I mean? Let me rearrange. Let me because, you know, you might impact you, you didn't showed up attitudinal you know uh-huh. faced and now other people's like dang what's wrong with her now you didn't change somebody else is somebody triggered by your funky face right you know what i'm saying uh-huh. like you know you uh-huh. send that on so there's a responsibility what i feel like once you become aware of energy for you 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 have a certain responsibility to be- become aware of energy of other people and that's a responsibility to not pass uh-huh. pass that on or to be a part of adding fuel to that fire Mm -hmm. um so yeah you have to be aware you got to be aware of yourself you have to be aware of those around you interaction wise giving or taking the energy you know Mm -hmm. and and i've talked about this too a couple of times um on our podcast when i am in pursuit of something and it is unorthodox i don't tell a damn soul there are maybe two people i tell about it and these two people usually are taking the same types of risks that I am, Shayla being one of them. Um, so, you know, I don't tell everybody because I have experienced some folks who feel a certain way about how I've moved. And some, you know, you never know what somebody's journey is like. They could be either having a rough day that day or maybe they are struggling with their day to day. And some people are generally, there's a, in fact, not some, a lot of people are not giving themselves what they need every day. There's a lot of people for whatever reason, whether it's due to work, family, responsibilities, health, whatever it is, they're not able or not at the time giving themselves what they need every day. And it shows. And sometimes it's not, they, they're not in a position to receive that or celebrate it with you or be as optimistic about it. And sometimes that alone can feel like negative energy in this life that you are trying to create. You're trying, you're creating something. And right now you're trying to use all this positive energy to put into it. And you tell the wrong person, I'm not going to say wrong, tell somebody at the wrong time. And they're like, oh, they don't bring the energy you wanted or you needed in that moment. And it's sometimes it can plant a little seed. Mm. And what you want to do and what you want to see and what you thrive and how you think it's going to land with other people or what have you. Mm. I have gone through interview processes, got the job, was close to starting. And that's when I announced it. 
or sometimes mm-hmm. after I started or got the promotion, that's when I announced it because I did not want to experience how other people felt about it. Mm-hmm. That is a level of energy protection for me mm-hmm. and making sure, especially me being someone who's an empath, I do absorb even negative energy from other people and it can be about my own thing and that oftentimes feels shitty. So I also just make sure like I keep shit to myself until I am ready. I'm very strategic mm-hmm. in about what I tell people, especially when I'm in planning phase. I've also shared with you all that I don't even share my vision board with many people. Many people don't see it. I hide it. It's in my closet for a reason. Um, you just never know where people are on their journey. And the last thing you want is somebody manifesting against you or putting negative energy out against something that you want to happen because all you want to go through that frequency is just pure, positive, intentional energy. And now someone is aware of it that feels way about it or feels like you shouldn't be able to have it or that's going to be tough for you to get it or whatever the case is. And just like that, you see it on their face and that's a low lingering mindset mm. versus the pure energy you had originally created with. Yeah, I agree with that completely. Yeah, being careful or keeping your cards close to your chest, depending on. And the really the test for that is like, it, am I still going to feel the same way I feel about this thing, no matter how they respond? Exactly. That's a good question. And mm-hmm. the answer to that is like, no, no, I'm not. It's too fragile. It's too new. Yeah. Don't don't, don't risk it. If you, uh, if you don't know, you know, if you're not certain. Mm-hmm. Some people, you know, yes or no. Like, oh, right. I definitely can tell her. I definitely cannot <laughs> tell her. Right? Like, you know, right? But yeah. if you're, certain, you're not certain and you're on the fence, that's a good question to ask. Um, and then I know we touched on the You touched on this. But I want to make sure if there's anything else we want to add to it about spiritual hygiene, right? Because mm. in my opinion, that kind of falls underneath the category of energetic um, hygiene. I think they play closely together or hand in hand. Um, so I know you touched on it some. Is there anything else that you want to add to that? Um, yeah. I mean, so when it comes to spiritual energy, some of us have different practices that we get, whether it's from religion and prayer. Maybe it's going to church sermon, what have you, on a weekly basis. Um, I think whatever that is for you, it's important to keep it sacred to you. Um, I um, I think I talked about my beginner stages of meditation started off with prayer because that's what I knew. And eventually it turned into meditation. So I actually make it intentional to still do that. And through that, you know, I'm talking to my who I believe be my my creator so God I'm talking to God I'm talking to um you know ancestors I talk to you know myself and then I go all the way down the line and then I sit in silence and at that point it's like receiving the messages back you know um and because I, I think it was Michael Beckwith who said that meditation is like the opportunity to receive the messages and prayers, the mm-hmm. opportunity to send the messages up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I create that space all in one transaction, for lack of better words. And I know when I'm behind on it. You know, I know when something's off. I have since I first started to talk about this on our time to transition episode, I have gotten so much more confident in trusting my instinct and that nervous, that nervous system response, whether it be anxiety, whether it be excitement, whether it be intuition, whatever that is, I'm so much more comfortable responding to it. And every single time has never led me astray. And through that, it has allowed me the opportunity to really express myself. And I feel like I have become, I don't want to say a higher level of spiritual, but so much more um, elevated spiritually as a result of it. And so some of these practices are just natural. It's literally just like taking a shower, brushing my teeth, doing my hair, or, you know, what have you. It is a routine that naturally comes to me. And I know when I'm off. I don't, and the beautiful thing about it is like, I think I've shared in the past, you know, I need a glass of wine. Used to be my response to it. Now it's, let me journal. Let me sit. Let me meditate. Let me pray. Let me, you know, understand what am I feeling right now? And through that, listening to spiritual guidance of my body's response system 
has allowed the opportunity for me to address whatever it is head on. You know, a great example of this was after my grandpa passed away in June, in July, that was such a rocky month for me. And I couldn't understand why. Like, yes, I was grieving, of course, but I was also coming out of a very busy time too because I had traveled. There was so much that was happening in my world. And I could not understand why I felt like there was a dark cloud over my head that entire month. I could not figure it out. And old Patrice would have been like, I need to get out of the house. I need to get go have a drink. Mm-hmm. I need to go sit at a bar. I need to go talk to some, you know what I'm saying? Like just bob around and distract myself, which is really what that is. Mm-hmm. But through mm-hmm. listening to my spirit, I started to find different ways to tap further and further into myself. Let's let's, let's let the creative child Patrice speak. So I spent some time with an adult coloring book. Amazing black adult coloring books on um, Amazon, by the way. Amazon, yes. Oh, yes, yes. Mm. And I got little watercolor markers, but we be blending and everything. It be going down, okay? Mm. (laughs) But so I did that. Started to feel a little something. And I start to journal. Then I start to read. But, you know, I was doing everything using every tool, meditating. I, I think it came down to one day. I gave myself a pedicure. I bought like a foot bath, gave myself a pedicure and I was reading and like really just give I gave myself a full spa day. And then I, you know, how I've talked to y'all about my skincare and how I really took my time with that. I did that. And then I lay down on the couch and I, while I had my mask on, I turned the lights low and turned on some soothing music, some jazz music specifically. And through that, it's like, I just felt a weight lift. Mm. I have no idea what the trigger necessarily was, but through following my spirit and what felt right and getting on the right balance, if you will, and going Mm. through that process, I think I was addressing different elements of my grief. And also I was dealing Mm. with the fact that I was planning to relocate and all the nuances and challenges that were coming with that. I was creating a lot of stress around that as a result of grieving and you know, also trying to maintain work and also, you know, there's so many things happening and through addressing everything I knew already in my toolbox and using these tools properly, um, I was able to lift that cloud naturally. Mm. And that was nothing but pure spiritual guidance. Mm. You know, um, there are moments where when I'm meditating, you know, I, I just have those gratitude moments. And during that time of July, like I had never been at this point, but I was like, I'm just happy to be alive. Cause I had no idea what else to be show gratitude for because I was struggling so much with my energy, but I had to find something. You have Mm. to find gratitude somewhere. There's always an opportunity for gratitude. And that's what I had at that moment. And through that, you know, I found I kept adding more elements. I start writing down the gratitude, you know, and just trying to really understand and sit with myself and meditate and listen to my source. And from there, I was able to become balanced again. And sometimes it's like that. You may not have the exact answers because there's a couple of different things. And it turned out it was. But as soon as clarity kicked in and I started to give myself what I needed, I got back on track. And there was such a spiritual element to that. Um, I think it's important to honor that as well. I think I've heard different people talk about responding to your child self. There's also that teenager too, though. Okay. Mm-hmm. The teenager that showed up out of spite of everything that happened to that child. And she, she, he cutting up too. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's kind of the phase that I kind of described that July as because at that time I read a lot as a teenager. I, mm-hmm. that's when I learned creativity as my outlet. And so when I allowed myself to really just absorb into those moments, that really did help me get back on track quite a bit. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, for me, I agree completely with the meditation, prayer life and meditation. You're right. Play hand in hand for me in the same way that Michael Beckwith described uh, conversationally. Um, in, in regards to protection, I think for me, like 
my belief protection is important to me Mm -hmm. because what I'm not going to do is argue with you about what I believe in regards to my spirituality. I'm not arguing with you about that. Right. Right. And so, um, I'm not, what I share in regards to my beliefs are going to be very limited with people in general because mm-hmm. some stuff you just know. And if you know, and it was a conversation between you and God, and that's what you got, God told you, he told you, he ain't tell everybody else. Uh-huh. So it may not always be appropriate or the right time, or other people may not understand. And sometimes we get really caught up in other people not understanding something that is so divine for us. Uh-huh. And so a lot of my protection is just in it being an intimate conversation and relationship between me and God. And that's not to say that I don't ever share, right? Because there's a part, depending on your relationship, just believes there's a part in sharing that's important and I agree with that but um yeah that that's heavily protected for me because I just my relationship with my higher power grounds me and I can't have I can't play games with that that's my (laughs) foundation of how I move in the world so I can't have anybody impeding on that in a way that um is gonna disrupt me spiritually And, um, I'm just, I'm very protective over that. Um, I think it's good to have spiritual practices the same way you have any other, right. Have we talked about the term hygiene? Um, you know, for me, sometimes I play and dance with the two, as far as my energy and spirituality together. Um, but yeah, it's for me, it's just has become so sacred, um, And especially because I think a lot of my beliefs aren't traditional. I don't know that they fit perfectly into a a specific religion anymore. Uh Which I'm just a Shaylatarian. It's just me and God. That's it. I mean, I don't (laughs) like, you know what I mean? It's Shaylatarian. I I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I'm the religion that I'm meant to be for me and what we, me and him be talking about. Like, that's it, you know? And um, Uh I'm not arguing with you about that. I'm not arguing. I'm not, I'm not going to argue with you about scripture. I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to argue with you about, my beliefs and guess what I don't want you to argue with me about yours because there are you can have your truth and I can have my truth and neither one of them need to be disrespected or invalidated in order for them to be true like I can have Mm -hmm. what's true for me and what grounds me and my relationship he can be having a completely different conversation with you because guess what you're a different person you're a different person on a different journey at a different time Mm -hmm. so the conversation I'm not saying he didn't say that to you I'm just letting you know what he told me uh-huh. <laughs> was over here for me right and uh-huh. then he's not gonna tell us the same thing and that's okay because we're individuals and we're very different and so the people peoples or our societies need to argue with and and sometimes what it feels like force uh-huh. beliefs their beliefs on other people in in this subject matter that seems to me to be so intimate and sacred is just beyond me like it uh-huh. just feels like you know what I mean? Like it's like you arguing with me about how I love myself. Like it feels like that invasive for me mm-hmm. on like, you can't tell me how I love me. Like maybe for you, maybe I like eating by myself. Maybe for you, that would be horrific in regards to your self love journey. That's okay. Let me mm-hmm. eat by myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, very protective over that. That's comes up really strongly for me when I think about spirituality and hygiene. Yeah, I have my practices regularly, but most importantly, it's it's strongly protected for me. Yeah, I always say, which I think I, I found this early on. It was it was after I went through this devastating experience with school. Um, it was my last attempt at it, put it that way. Um, and I think I actually text this to you that, you know, God blessed us and our ancestors laid out the blueprint we are very resilient people and there's nothing we can't do. There is nothing we cannot do for that reason alone. That is my anchor. And for those of us who deal with things like depression, anxiety, you know, there's also a lot of empowerment knowing that I've came out this bubble before and I'm going to come out of it again. It Mm -hmm. used to be prior to this journey. I'm always in this bubble. What's wrong with me? Today, it's the fact that I've came out of it is even more optimistic that I'm going to come out of it again. I just got to get through this. It's a tough patch, but I will get through it. You know what I mean? The the thing is to keep working to get through it. You know what I'm saying? Keep moving. Don't let it hold me back. That that is the mindset I have today. So there there is a lot of um, faith needed 
I know people like to align faith with only one religion and all these other things, but faith is just also just the ability to believe in something that you can't see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have faith that I'm going to be all right. I'm okay. And you can't tell me otherwise. Mm. That, that That's it, period. And I, I, I don't need you to convict me of that. I don't need you to influence me of that. I don't need you to believe that. Because I believe in that's what matters. And that's what I stand on. And that is absolutely the power I need. So um, that's the protection. Yeah, I agree. If you don't take nothing else away from this conversation, I want to clarify, that does not mean you cannot have open-minded discussions with other people of different Mm -hmm. beliefs, because I find that fascinating. I want to know how you feel about, but I'm just not arguing with you about it, right? Like Mm -hmm. if you want to informationally, let me know your beliefs and your religion, especially if I'm not familiar with it. And I can informationally let you know mine and we can be like, wow, you know, but so many people can't hear a different perspective and let that be okay. And Mm -hmm. I'm very secure in what I know and believe up until this point when it comes to my journey. So you sharing your beliefs can't shake me. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I think if we're being honest, right, I'm just, I'm going to speak truthfully. If I'm, we're being honest, some of y'all are really, you won't have a conversation with someone of an opposite belief system than you, particularly in regards to religion, because you are not spiritually secure enough to handle that conversation, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I know I'm a black woman. I can have a conversation all day with somebody who tells me I'm not a black woman. That's fine. We can discuss that. That don't mean I'm going to walk. There's nothing they can do to shake my sense of black womanness. Uh So we can discuss it. We can talk about it. We can dissect my locks and the melanin in my skin. We can Uh speak on a scientific level about Uh why I appear the way that I do. And Uh I'm let's talk about it. That's fine. Uh But I still going to walk away with that conversation knowing what I'm, I know, but that doesn't mean that I can't learn. And understand like, oh, I didn't know that melanin was split up into 17 molecules. I'm making that up. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, okay, Mm -hmm. I learned that. I'm still am what I am. So I think, Mm -hmm. I hope that made sense. Um, There's a difference from learning to understand and arguing. And sometimes we just be so busy trying to prove that our belief system is the right way that Mm -hmm. we're missing an opportunity to learn from someone who had a different background than us or a different upbringing than us or to just kind of expand our knowledge informationally not belief system wise informationally just from a a point system of like wow that's I find that to be fascinating like that's so cool I didn't know that y'all believed that I didn't know that that's how y'all practiced and showed up for that like that's so cool Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna do it but I think that's really cool of you like right Right. like that's okay to do so right yeah and you know what there is something to be also be said that goes hand in hand with protection. Okay. So that, that absolutely goes hand in hand protection and also creating an environment that is, what's the word? That is supportive of what you believe in practice as well. Um, oh, yeah. When it comes to your energy, you know, personally, the people who I surround myself with, they are they feel equally as strongly as I do about what they believe. So when mm. we have these conversations, no one's offended, no one's anything. Mm. And some of us, we don't even have the conversation. You know, I'm aware people practice and believe different things than I do in my world. And no one is, oh, we need to change you so you can be blah, blah, blah. None of that ever happens in my world. I create a space and environment that is secure and safe mm. for that reason. And there are some people I absolutely will never talk about what I believe for this exact reason Mm -hmm. as well, because Mm -hmm. I don't need to. What what am I going to talk to you about it for? Why? Mm -hmm. I'm not arguing. If you're argumentative or you didn't got made up in your mind that your way is the right way, it's okay to believe that your way is the right way for you. But Mm -hmm. when you start thinking that your way is the right way for me, Mm -hmm. it's not going to work. And that's mm-hmm. with anything. That's not <laughs> that's not just in regards to religion or beliefs and, and things of that nature. That's just in anything in life. Mm-hmm. You feeling like you have the answer for me about me and my life and my situation, especially if we don't know each other that well, that is not going to go well with, mm-hmm. with Shayla. So um, I don't know. It's a lot to unpack. We ho- I hope you guys got some good tips and information about how to protect your energy spiritually, energetically, otherwise. Um, I feel like we have a lot of good info. So perhaps mm-hmm. we listed something that 
um, is new for you to be able to try. I think it's always good for us to experiment with new things when it comes to the subject matter. Um, As always, if you do not follow us on IG, please make sure that you do. Um, Please fill out the survey. You can fill it out more than once. So there's no limit. You can fill out the survey more than once so we can collect feedback from our listeners. Um, Especially if you've been listening over a period of time, I would love to be able to collect that from you. Mm -hmm. Patrice, anything you'd like to say before we head out? Love on yourself, love on your loved ones, and protect your energy. Bye. Bye.